Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. History could be made on Sunday. The Sam Maguire could, for the first time, be won for the fifth year in a row by the same team. Uh, Dublin on the threshold of history. Uh, Logies watched football since Adam was a boy. Are they going to do it, Adrian? Let me say a little problem with that line So I, uh, with our system, so I'll get uh, Logie on the other line. I was just saying there, Adrian, are they going to do it? Hello, Frank. Listen, sorry, I missed the first part of that. I don't know what was wrong with the uh, telephone connection. Or I don't know what the question is. Well, basically, basically, I was saying that Dublin are on the threshold of history, and there's no doubt about it that the betting man or woman would think they will make history on Sunday. And I presume, I presume, you're going to agree with them. Oh, Frank, without a doubt. I don't think I've come across anybody who has even suggested that Kerry could win this year, talking about odds. Uh, the bookies of Dublin at 1-5 to five and Kerry 9-2 to two as the out-and-out underdogs. It's amazing in an All-Ireland final. As you would know, Frank, this is regarded as maybe the uh, classical in Gaelic football. You know, this is Barcelona versus Real Madrid, Man United versus Man City. Or, you know, this is really the one they want. The GA talked this week earlier that they could sold if they wanted to with the interest coming in at around about 125,000 tickets for this game. Because there's a magic, no matter what way you look at it, I know the North, we would love to see teams from Ulster involved in All-Ireland Finals. But there is a magic with Dublin versus Kerry. When you think the fact that, you know, Kerry have 37 titles, Dublin have 28, their 30th championship meeting, Kerry have won 17. Frank, this will not be 18 will win this game. They've got too many options, both as a starting 15 and too many options coming off the bench as well. But to Kerry have a few magical players, considering that Kerry twice in their history have been at this threshold, four in a row, never made it five. Is there not a onus on this particular Kerry team to do something for the great image and the great history of the kingdom? Frank, they'll, they'll give it a fair shot. But let's be fair. You know, this was a, a Kerry team who were basically paralysed for the first 40 minutes against Tyrone in the All-Ireland semi-final where Cattle McShane tore their defence apart. Now, you talk about magical players and the players they have, the likes of David Clifford, Paul Genie, Stephen O'Brien. But you read in the build-up to this that they're looking at Tommy Walsh as some sort of a secret weapon. Tommy Walsh played in the 2008 All-Ireland final against Tyrone, who's totally blotted out. 
you know, they're, they're actually clutching at straws if they think that Tommy Walsh, who could, could hardly get a starting test on his very team a few months ago, is going to come on and make some fantastic difference because they say this Dublin defence is supposedly weak at the back. They've played eight championship matches this season. They've conceded two goals. Frank, they've, they've too many options, you know yourself. They've got players who are not doing it. They could just bring on quality, no matter what it is. If that all-star at cornerback is not cutting the mustard, they go for another all-star, and then they reconfigure their, their uh, defence. And they, look, they're just so sharp. But you know, there's other fallacy as well about it, Frank. I know it's the El Clasico. I was reading with interest some of the... Uh, people involved with either squad saying it'll be 15 against 15 and how this great Dublin team has coped with blanket defence and how this great Dublin team never played like that. It was interesting when you listen to some of the commentators that they talk about the likes of Dublin and Jerry reorganising their defensive shape, whereas teams, mostly for most, are involved with blanket defence. Make no mistake, these two teams know how to play blanket defence. These two teams are like all Ulster sides. They're cynical, and that's why Dublin are going now for this thing. Because if they have to produce something to get over the line, they'll do it. So will Kerry. But Frank, you know, like expecting young Clifford, he's only emerged in the scene the past 18 months, a minor of only a few years ago, to try and unhinge this Dublin defence. Uh, I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, can't, uh, to be honest, I can't see it either. I can see Kerry being in the game, uh, maybe up until about 15 minutes to go, and then Dublin doing what Dublin always do. They will rip exactly. them rip exactly. them apart. Exactly. Exactly. Look, you take it this way. You would take it that a lot of teams are in and around there with maybe about 15 minutes. Some of them are in and around. Any team that's worth their salt are, are, are good enough that Dublin in around 15 minutes, and then suddenly Dublin just open up, Frank. If you take a look at the way they've destroyed teams in the space of a 10 or 15 minute, they might have 1-3 or 1-4 without reply. Suddenly the game's over, game set and match, and you look back eh, almost in awe, and you look back and you go, how did that happen? (laughs) You know, 10 minutes ago we were in the game and suddenly we're gone. They've got too much quality, Frank. And of course then it's got, you know, the whole big thing. You're talking about Tommy Watch being a possible ace for Kerry. Dublin have got uh, German Connolly. He has to be one of the, you know, whether you like him or loathe him, he has to be one of the greatest Gaelic footballers we've ever, we have ever had the the, uh, the pleasure of seeing. So imagine bringing him from the bench. How would you feel if you're a hard-working Kerry defender and you've, you've held your man quite well for a couple of points and suddenly he gets the, you know, he gets the, uh, the crooked finger and suddenly German Connolly comes on? I know, I know. It's a whole different ball. Yeah, as you right. say, they have two teams. They, they have they have two teams. Finally, Adrian, how worrying is it? Because let, let's say congratulations to Dublin for everything they've achieved and they're hot favourites to win five in a row for the first time ever. But how worrying is it for the future of Gaelic football that Dublin could actually win six, seven, eight, nine in a row? Frank, they're offering odds at the moment of 14-1 to for Dublin to win 10 in a row. It is a real worry. And it's a worry that was epitomised uh, by the, the paltry uh, crowd that turned up in the semi-final for Kerry versus Tyrone. Only 32,000 because most counties feel as if they're playing for second best. Now, everybody can say that everything in the garden is great and the, the funding that's gone to Dublin hasn't been an issue and, oh no, we have just better volunteers and better organised, etc., etc. Frank, when Dublin run out on Sunday with their huge squad. Take a look at the, the backroom team that run out. There's huge numbers there as well. 
There's no doubt about it that the finances had an issue. You know, their ladies are back in their third All-Ireland final as well. Their hurlers have now become, they used to be just easy to, to, to push away, but not anymore. And when you look at the way Dublin are going, it is definitely, definitely a worry. Now, some of the powers that be in Dublin and in Croke Park might think this is great, everything in the garden is superb. But Frank, you're a down supporter. I'm a man, listen, who's followed Toronto all my life and I've followed all the other Ulster sides. Name me, really, any realistic, any realistic team that's going to take the mantle off Dublin in years to come, even if they lose on Sunday, Frank. Even if, let's say, let's say something happens and you get a Seamus Derby moment from 1982 and they lose to Kerry. They're not going to go away. They're some outfit. They've got huge, huge resources, Frank. And I think it's a real, real, real worry uh, for the GEA. They play in Croke Park. Every game's played in Croke Park. That's their home game. Could you imagine if Down, the great Down team, was playing every single game in Europe? How many teams would beat them in Europe? Very, very few. It's a real issue, Frank. It's a worry. It's something that shouldn't be underestimated. There is some suggestion, it was in the papers yesterday, from the fundraisers in Dublin, the people who bring in the gigantic sponsorship from the major companies and the major insurance outlets and the car showrooms and the various uh, cornflake manufacturers and all the people that sponsor Dublin, that they are going to, at some time in the future, possibly look at distributing that sponsorship throughout Ireland as opposed to just keeping it in in and around the capital, let's say, that, that that would be a positive step, wouldn't it? Well, Frank, I don't know if that would be a positive step or not. If you have a, a sponsor who goes in and gives his or her money to Down, Down are entitled to keep that. The issue is the money that's being distributed by the GA itself at source from Crow Park. That's the money that should be distributed uh, more evenly and more fairly. Like, you know, you can't blame Dublin if they get top sponsors like AIG and they give them so many millions or whatever it is. That's Dublin's lot. They're entitled to that money. But they're not entitled to be getting uh, too much money compared to the next of the Downs, the Tyrone, the Donegal's, Armagh, whatever the GEA come to hand out money at the end of the season. And that's the way it's been going for over a decade and a half, something like, what, 18 years or something like that now. And that's where the, the imbalance has occurred. Not the fact that somebody wants to sponsor Dublin and they're a Dublin, a Dublin company. Look, you, you, you would expect people in Dublin and big, big companies to be able to pour more money in than maybe, let's say, into the likes of Down or Armagh or Derry or whatever like that. So, look, I, I, I actually don't, don't agree with that. I think they're entitled to that money. The key to the problem, and unfortunately too many people in the GA are putting their head in their sand, is the distribution from Croke Park, from the powers that be, that has to be more equitable and that has to be more evenly spread among the counties. If, we're, if we are to have any chance of stopping this great Dublin team going on and dominating the game for the next decade at least. Yeah, we should finish by saying congratulations to them because they are, they are a brilliant side. Oh, Frank, they're brilliant. Like you tell you, and listen, I'll tell you another thing about them too. They're great lads. They're powerful, powerful uh, players and great people. And Jim Gavin is a fantastic, fantastic manager. And look, there's a part of me, listen, would love to say, oh, wouldn't it be great if Kerry uh, beat them on Sunday? But then there's another part of me saying, look, this is the greatest team I've ever seen. It would be great to see them make history because they're entitled to make history because they've been, they've been fantastic and they, they, they are great role models. 
and the Dublin supporters are great, great role models as well, I have to say. You know, they're not afraid to travel. We talk about them playing in Crow Park all the time, but they're not afraid to travel and come up this and that about the colour and come into the towns, the provincial areas, all around the country. So, like, you can't take away from Dublin. I'm not, I don't mean to take away from Dublin and the players by saying what I'm saying, but I'm saying on the bigger, on the bigger stage, there has to be serious question marks. There has to be a serious look at the way monies are being distributed. It's an important conversation that definitely has to be had. Adrian, thank you very much indeed. Adrian Logan, Logie there, uh, like everyone, uh, backing Dublin to make history on Sunday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.